Welcome to Yelling at Birds, Episode 3. Who? Who? In this episode, I basically talk about who I am as a person. I get into more of an introduction and end up rambling on about various things, as as I'll probably end up doing. No matter how, how much structure I try to build into a podcast, it's going to go off the rails at some point, and that's fine. But, old news... Black the black hole was pictured and I just fell in love with Katie Bauman. The amount of um energy, excitement, it's just little kid excitement. Um that that gets me fired up about uh when I talk to people that are doing something in their lives that just kinda light them on fire and they can't even they stumble over the words, they can't even catch a breath because they're so excited. So I wanted to start this episode off with a clip of her talking about um, when she was finally able to release the the photos of the black hole. Um, I know it's old, but I've had the clip for a little bit um, just because I've been putting this episode off and I need to do better. But, long intro short, here is Katie Bauman. And so seeing that ring and seeing a ring that has a size that is consistent with other measurements that have been done completely differently, I think that in itself is amazing and, 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 much, and stronger proof for black holes than so many other tests that have been done before. It's the first time we actually can see the environment right next to a black hole, the environment of a black hole. And so that in itself, I think just being able to see that ring of light, being able to see that that ring exists is huge. Probably the biggest thing that we've done. Uh, but then there's also all the things about what that ring tells us. The asymmetry and how it's brighter on the bottom than the top tells us about how, how gas is flowing around it, that it's on the bottom, that gas is coming more towards us and it's Doppler boosted and brighter because of that. And then eventually we want to be able to also figure out, you know, what is this, what do these pictures tell us about the accretion, how matter accretes to the black hole and how, how it's connected to jet launching and how these huge, you know, galactic scale jets, you know, come, are shooting out of this black hole. So moving forward, what I'm interested in is figuring out how can we, the next step of how do we put a new telescope, where do we place a new telescope on the Earth? Or how do we put in, what orbit should we put for a telescope in space that allows us to sharpen this picture even more? And simultaneously, we can't just independently decide what we want to put a telescope here or there. We should do it at the same time as developing algorithms that tell us, oh, for this algorithm, this would be the best locations. Or simultaneously, and by doing those together, you can get the best results. So I'm really excited for the future of this, of, of developing the techniques necessary to expand our array, to expand our algorithms, to get a sharper picture and learn more.
I suppose episode three is as good a time as any to introduce myself and to further explain the purpose of my recording my voice. Uh, it has to go somewhere. It really does. I'm in my mid-30s now and still working through who I am as a person. I suppose people tend to do that their entire lives. At least, at least I hope they do. These podcasts are a way for me to share that with you, with anybody that might find any tiny little kernel of help. Nice. With anybody that might relate to any tiny little, maybe insignificant piece of what I'm working through. These podcasts are basically me talking to myself and talking through ideas, beliefs, hopes, and dreams as I continue to explore myself and in turn explore the world. I plan on continuing growth throughout my entire life, so I imagine I'll not reach any conclusions here or maybe anywhere else. But what I do know is that I love the world. I always have. Although I may not like them all the time, I do love people as well. And even in my darkest moments, the possibility of growth, of lessons being a part of something beautiful, keeps a little fire burning in me and fuels a constant curiosity and questioning as I continue to move forward. So who am I? Um, I'm a mid-30-something-year-old who has essentially given the last decade or so of my life to alcohol. Now, the primary purpose of this podcast isn't really to talk about uh, alcoholism or its effects on my life or the lives of others, but it's probably going to be something we touch on here and there. And I think it's kind of important to talk about it because it did take up such a large chunk of my life. And it's not going to use it as an excuse for where I am now or maybe how far behind I feel I may be at times or um, a reason why I kind of beat myself up here and there but uh, for something that has played a large part in my life as it has it's definitely going to be uh, maybe sort of a returning guest I would say. So I would say uh, I've been for the last seven or eight months alcohol free and uh, it's at its ups and downs. I definitely don't go out and do as many things as I used to do because you know, I live in the Midwest and a lot of events kind of circle around alcohol. Not that it is important to have a good time, it's just it's definitely uh, a lubricant in a way. So why did I dedicate that much of my life to alcohol? Um, I don't know. I think it was you know, awkwardness, laziness, a lack of vision for the future. Uh, Part of me didn't really see myself, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't, but when I was younger I kind of didn't see myself living as long as I did. I know that sounds kind of dramatic, but uh, I think when I was a, something I didn't really talk talk about with friends and family or anything, but um, I definitely didn't for some reason I didn't see myself living past like 25. So I just kind of did what uh, I lived my life to the fullest according to a 18 to 21 year old. Um, Now realizing that's not exactly the case. Not that being a responsible adult and being a good employee is exactly living your life to the fullest Uh, anyway, but maybe doing so on a longer term allows you the 
freedom, financial freedom, to do more, more of that. So, early on, the world was pretty loud. It still is really loud to me right now, and alcohol was kind of a safe haven. I I used it as a I used it to cope with the fact that I didn't very much care about what happened to me. I used it as a way to cope with not really liking how the world was turning out, not just my world, but just the world in general. Um, I think I touched on it earlier on, but as a way to just kind of disappear from everything. I didn't see um, what people around me were focusing on, talking about, stressing about as being important to life in any way, shape, or form. I didn't see the direction of the world in terms of uh, what we focus on as a species, um, as far as gathering of power and resources, of conquering, of war, of separation. I didn't, I didn't see the world going anywhere else other than that. And I wasn't doing anything to help it, and honestly, I felt powerless. So uh, maybe an excuse of mine as to why alcohol became such a big part of my life is that I felt powerless and I was too lazy to think of a way to maybe contribute more in the world. And I think in a way, maybe this podcast is a way to try to make amends to that. But, you know, so far, uh, through three episodes, I don't know that I've really taken it as seriously as I could have. And I hope to, as I move along, do a little better when it comes to that. Another, another, you know, part of who I am is the attempt at the constant growth and development as a person. Um, I am single. I'm 34, running on 35, and I don't know. Maybe it, you know, kind of coincides with when I started drinking more heavily. Uh, the fact that having a having a relationship or the traditional looking for a family, you know, wife, kids, house. None of that really ever seemed too important to me. That was kind of far down on the list. I always thought that if I met somebody through my normal course of life, uh, that would be great. I'm not going to do anything to uh, stand in the way of that, but I'm not really out there looking for someone else either. I get into these, uh, kind of how my energy goes is the only time I really wish I had someone else or uh, yearn for like a girlfriend or a partner in life is when I'm not terribly happy. I think there's this like razor thin line of when I want someone else and usually unhappy, being not happy, I would say 60% unhappy, 40% happy. That's kind of when I want someone else most of all uh, the less happy I get the less I really care and the more happy I get the less I really care about having someone else because I just kind of the happier I am the more I am kind of crazy about the world and I want to get out and go and see and do and explore and I kind of forget that there's this whole other possibility of having someone with me and I don't really think about it 
and it's not like I'm against it or anything like that. I just kind of don't think about it. Um, so as I go and explore and learn, um, I also am continually working through, and maybe I think too much or, I don't know, live in the past a little too much and, and it's hard for me to move on, but uh, I, I often stop and think about where I am now, who I am now, who I am as a person, and it kind of makes me reflect on how I grew up and things that happened when I was younger or... Uh, and then as I kind of move forward, I think about how the world is right now and maybe theorize without any formal education on why it's that way um, and what we could do to make it better. And basically, I live in my head most of the time. So that's another reason for this podcast is I'd like to not live in my head. And maybe there's some kernel of something I'm talking about that would be of interest to somebody. And maybe... The only person that this is benefiting is me. And hey, if it's benefiting someone, I think it's worth doing. If a side effect is it helps someone else or someone is kind of um, <laughs> helped um, by me kind of going through my head and rambling on and talking about anything that comes to mind on these podcasts, I think that's just a bonus. That's great. So that's a little bit about who I am. Um, I, the first love of my life was baseball, basically. I played, uh, through high school and college and kind of when I, when I was going through grade school and high school, I didn't really have to try a whole lot. It just kind of came naturally to me. I think the curiosity helped and I just kind of understood things right away. So then that's, I guess the curiosity kind of died then a little bit because I didn't really have to ask questions. I didn't ask why, I just kind of got it. And when I got into college, obviously that's when, you know, those skills of regimenting and study time and everything, uh, hard work come into play. And I don't, I didn't really prepare myself for that when it came to college. And I started faltering a little bit. And I think that that kind of tied into the feelings of needing to drink a little bit more, maybe partying, or maybe that just became too much of a, a priority and I wasn't able to balance work, school, baseball, social life. Um, they say you have to give one of those up or two of those up and I wasn't really willing to do that. Um, so started out with baseball. I, I uh, swapped schools a couple of times, swapped majors. I ended up graduating with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Uh, got my first DOI like almost instantly around that time uh, before I graduated actually um, and then you know I went through a time of four years where I was basically uh, either just finishing up paying fines or getting my license back or going back into the system and uh, the latest has been you know it's been a good seven or eight years since I've gotten in any, any type of trouble. And recently I've put myself uh, into another situation where I find myself kind of having to start over again for the, for some reason or another, you know, for the fifth time. And I don't blame anybody else other than myself. These are choices I've, I've, I've made in my life. So I'm kind of in another moment of uncertainty and 
uh, so far, right, so far, everything's kind of just worked out. And I've been really lucky to have the people I have around me, the so, the support networks, um, the goodwill that I think I've I've built over my lifetime. But you know, there there comes a time when that's all going to run out. I feel that I'm kind of <laughs> as as shitty as it is to say. I kind of feel like, like I'm in that spot where no one would be surprised no matter what I did. They wouldn't be surprised if something great came out of came out of me if if I became extremely successful in some way shape or form and I don't think they'd be too surprised if I won't wound up in prison and kind of got lost to the to to life and to times and to my decisions. I know that I have a lot of people around me that love me and that's that's a great benefit. Um, and I also know that no matter what happens, how, how things end up, or what choices I make in the future, I always have this little kernel of optimism um, wrapped in realism. But I'm optimistic that no matter where I am, what I like to do and what I love about life, I can really be anywhere. I mean, I could be in a prison cell and, and contemplate the bigger questions. I wouldn't, I prefer not to be, but it's a possibility. What else? Like I said, I've got a great family, great friends. I'm kind of an ambivert, I guess you would say. I do have, I do love getting out and seeing people, being a creepy people watcher at times. But I also need a lot of time to myself. You know, I kind of always uh, daydreamed about being that old grizzled up man kind of out in the woods by himself that gets that rare visitor, visitor on occasion, but for the most part, people just leave him alone. And that's kind of how I see, <laughs> that's kind of how I see myself. I'm not, I'm not afraid to continue to grow old. Um, but for somebody that kind of daydreams about being left alone, by everybody I certainly do put myself in plenty of positions to where I need someone else I need the support of friends I need the support of family and they've always been there so but I you know I, I think I owe it to friends and family to not be that person anymore to uh, kind of grow to a to a point to where if someone else needs help, I can be there for them. Because at this at this moment, all I can really offer is time, and I don't always have the energy to give time. But I think that the more I work through uh, these issues that I have, if I'm able to help anybody else while working through these issues, I think the more stable I'll become as a human. The more uh, the more my capacity to help others will grow. Uh, so that's kind of a, the main point about this podcast and, and kind of who I am as a person. I want to be that person to help. I want to be that person to, you know, do anything for a stranger on the street. And that's kind of who I aspire to be, and I don't succeed all the time. But we're getting there. 
So personal growth, that's kind of what it's all about. And I know that as I'm working through issues on this podcast, um, maybe sometimes I can come off as preachy, or this is what you should do, or this is what I would do. Know that I know that I'm just an idiot. Uh, I may talk a smart game from time to time, but I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, like most of us, and that's fine. The important thing to me, and I hope to you, is that even though you know you may not know what the hell you're doing, that you just keep doing it. Keep moving forward. Try your best. And some days if your best is just waking up and you can't get out of bed, then the good thing is you've woken up. You've woken up into another day to live. And that's that's about it. That's kind of the long rambling episode three, kind of unstructured. Um, I know eventually I'll still I'll start to build kind of a structure to these things as we move along. Um, but feel free. I've I'm slowly building this thing. Yelling at Birds podcast now has a page on Facebook. These podcasts um, are being recorded on Anchor and um, distributed to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other various uh, sources that, that Anchor distributes to. But that's all I have for now. I wish you all a great night. Weekend's coming up, so I wish you a great weekend as well. Be well, and feel free. I'm here if you need me. Good night.